the homeschool enthusiasts. This is the podcast inspiring a generation of parents and students to escape public school prisons, develop a passion for lifelong learning, and promote family as the center of an education. At the homeschool enthusiasts, we believe the best learning happens outside a classroom and that every student has unlimited God-given potential. And here's your host, entrepreneur and proud homeschool graduate, Noah Tetzner. Hey, welcome back to the Homeschool Enthusiast Podcast. I'm Noah Tetzner, and today is Friday, which means it's Free Coaching Friday. That's the episode we release once a week, every Friday, where we answer, my mom and I, your listener questions. So if you've got a question related to anything under the sun about homeschooling, uh, you can submit it to the email address in the description of this episode, and we'll answer it in a future Free Coaching Friday Edition. So we've got some great listener questions here today. Again, I'm with my mom. If you're tuning into the podcast for the first time, I'm a homeschool graduate. I graduated in 2019. I was homeschooled by my mom, who's here with me, Jenny Tetzner. Of course, Hello. Of course my dad played a part in that as well. And then I have a sister. Um, but our first question, mom, let's get right into it, is I don't have time Mm. to spend six to eight hours a day homeschooling my kids. So mom, why don't you kick things off for us with that question? Well, I think that comes from this mindset of school, right? It comes from this whole mindset of being in a brick building for six to eight hours. Right. And that someone might think, and people really do. They really think it takes that. I have to sit down with them for that period of time in, in order for them to know. But the truth is this. Don't worry about it. Don't sweat it. Learning is life and life is learning. I think one of the things is you have to stop thinking schoolishly and you have to stop acting schoolishly and talking schoolishly. And if you just look at doing life with your kiddos, that whole time indoctrination thing would just be not a part. Okay. So the reality is, is when you're just doing life, when you're, in fact, I'm just going to bring up something really quick and I can't have any episode without speaking of Charlotte Mason, (laughs) but think about it. Even as adults, do you like to sit at a meeting for two hours long and hear everybody talk? Absolutely not. Even adult zone out. Right now, think if we're doing this to children, you're going to go from one class to another class to another class to another class. That's wrong. That's terrible. And then when the kids can't sit, they're put on medication. It's very unfortunate. The good news is when you're home and you're doing life with your kiddos, keep the lessons short. There's no such thing as six to eight hours. Keep the lessons short. You know why? Because then there's never going to be this. I hate school. I hate life. I hate learning mentality. What it's going to be is it's just enough. The lessons are short. It's time to get up. It's time to move around. It's time to do things. You're not a school, so you don't have to act like a school. You are a family. Sometimes our family, you know, I could see the kiddos were just getting a little bit restless and we would just say, shut the book, shut the math book down. We're going outside. And we did. You know, there's a kind of an old adage in the homeschooling community that, uh, you know, homeschoolers often joke about how they got done 
uh, with <laughs> school by noon. And actually, I should say they don't joke like that. That was the case for us on some days, yeah. what, depending on what age we were at. Right. And uh, I know that's something that happened with uh, a lot of our homeschooling friends as well. You know, there's so much wasted time in the traditional school setting uh, from, you know, transition time, you know, um, subjects being taught that are useless and serve no practical purpose in someone's life, um, you know, uh, meetings and, and that sort of things. You know, there's a lot of wasted time there, transition time as well. Um, and that doesn't show up in a homeschool setting. You know, yeah. plus you might be forced to sit through an hour long class. And if you're grasping the concept, you're moving along quickly. Uh, you know, why do that? So I think just the one of the big takeaways related to that question is, you know, when you think about homeschooling, get public school out of your head, you know, 100 percent. Now, somebody might say, well, our state has so many hours that we have to meet Fulfill the legally, quota. Right. But um, the reality is, and I, I think for Wisconsin, where we are, that sounded Wisconsin, uh, <laughs> I think it's it's like 875 something per, like that. per year or something. Yeah. Don't quote me, but I think that's it. Uh, listen, learning is life and life is learning. And that means that there's always learning. We, we never sat down and said, okay. We need to meet this quota, kids. You know what? Sit down, buckle up. We got six more hours to go. That's not reality. You are not a school. You are a family. You chose to walk away from that school model so that you could be a family, a family unit, a family model, a family that learns together. So don't sweat it. I don't have time to spend six to eight hours a day homeschooling them. Don't worry. You don't have to. You never should. It's too long. Absolutely. Absolutely. Somebody asks, what if my child has special needs? All the more reason to homeschool. Yes. You know why? Because I'm not saying that, you know, I know that at schools they offer this, that, and the other thing for those programs. But um, who really knows your child the best? You do. You do, mom. You do, dad. That's who knows. And particularly if, if your child has special needs, and I think all children special needs, but I get this right. If your child has special needs, you know, you know exactly those needs better than anybody. Cause what do you do? You go to that person that you want to work with them, send them off to do this. You're actually trying to think of everything under the sun, every little piece of information that they'll need to know. Right. But they don't know the inner part of your child. They don't know those things. They don't know, you know, you know, your child's ebbs and flows. And it's not to say that you can't get help. No, not at all. In fact, as the parent, you get to choose. You get to choose who you want to work with your children. And special needs. Um, what a blessing that you get to do life together as a family and that they're not segregated and separated and all those things. I think that's important. Right? Absolutely. And again, a plethora of resources yeah. out there for parents who are homeschooling uh, a child who has special needs. And again, all you have to do is email us here at the homeschool enthusiast, and we'll send you some great resources on that. Um, next question from a listener is my parents are concerned with our decision to homeschool. What should I do? You know, my first piece of feedback on that would be, uh, well, they're your child. 
uh, your, your children or your child, and you know them better than anybody in the entire world. So rest assured in your conviction to homeschool your children if you think that's what's best for you and your family. Um, but, you know, this is something that that I hear a lot of, um, you know, uh, grandparents or, or something like that um, or or people, you know, even of a, a younger generation. Um, you know, most most folks went to public school. And uh, homeschooling wasn't really as mainstream as it is now. So uh, it's a foreign concept to them. Mm -hmm. They think it's weird. They're they're afraid of it. Um, But mom, what would you say to that? Yeah. Well, I would say number one is not everybody's out to get you right? They love you so much. They want the best for your kiddos. And, um, I remember grandma and grandpa when Mm. I told them that we were choosing to homeschool. Now, remember I'm coming at this. I knew no other homeschooler at all. And, um, in fact, Noah was in kindergarten at the time and he had a great kindergarten teacher, but I was sitting at, um, his little concert type thing and it just came over me. You know what? I'm going to homeschool the kids. And so talked to my husband about it. We went to the library. Of course, there happened to be like three or four homeschool books there. Checked them out. Just did all the research better than, you know, an FBI agent did all that. <laughs> Told my parents. And I knew going into this, you guys, because I was the girl that just had. I went to a public school. OK. And I was there for the good time. <laughs> I cannot tell you. I was not there for academics at all. I was there because I was a very social girl and I was just in that whole thing. But the reality is this. Uh, my mom and dad had every reason under the delusion of being indoctrinated right in this public school way of thinking that I should have some sort of a degree. Right. Like, well, I don't know. Should you really be teaching your children? Because we remember you getting F's like this is not right. But they, they believed in me and it wasn't. A, I knew they just loved well. They loved their grandchildren and wanted the best for them. And I knew also how well um, doing family life together. I, I knew the fruit of it. And as the kiddos, um, you know, grew and learned and grew and learned, they they would shine bright. And grandma and grandpa saw the fruit of that. And there was a point where they just stopped. Right. And my mom and dad were always on my side, but they were a bit leery Mm -hmm. like the kids for Christmas. You know, it would always be, oh, yeah, big boxes of art stuff. And, oh, I picked up some math books at Goodwill. (laughs) (laughs) They're just doing their best. It's okay. These people love you well. Don't worry. You know what? Your children are going to have so much um, zest in their eyes that whoever these naysayers are in your life are going to be absolutely blown away and they'll stop asking. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Next question comes from a listener who asks, what is the best homeschool program? (laughs) A loaded, whoa, this is a loaded question. (laughs) (laughs) We could talk for hours on this. You know, I have a lot to say. Yeah. Well, why don't you start us off, mom? Because yeah. I have some some ideas about, uh, yeah. too. But well, so we run a homeschool resource center and we do have curriculum that is physically there that parents can. We don't we don't allow them to take it home because, you know, one copies of this, that and the other thing. But they can page through. They can look at it. And also Tina, my colleague, she has. Uh, an amazing tool called the homeschool resource roadmap. It's a website link to that in the description of this episode. Yes. Amazing. But here's the thing. Parents generally, when they're new to the whole thing, they'll walk in and the very first thing after we get situated, the very first thing that will come up is curriculum. 
Let's talk curriculum. Okay. Now, yes, there are curriculums. There are many, many, many different ways to homeschool. And there are also, there are also many, many, many good ways, right? We mix them all in a pot and we call it eclectic homeschooling, which is just a mixture of every single thing under the sun for your own family. But here's the thing. There's no such thing as the best program. You are the best program. As the parent, you are the best program. It doesn't matter. You're the mom. You're the dad. Love is the foundation. Obedience happens before any curriculum or any program. And so it doesn't matter if you spend a billion dollars. And see, that's what happens is as homeschooling parents, we get so excited. We want that quick fix. We want whatever it takes to make everybody live happily ever after. It's, it never happens. There's no such thing because it's not homeschooling. I know that's the term. It, it's really living life together with your kiddos. And so the best, no one, they're not going to walk away. No, I don't know. You're 21, right? You mm-hmm. don't walk away and say, oh yeah, the best thing I remember is sex and math. It's right. not going to happen, right? What he will tell you is what? what? What are some great things you remember about homeschooling? Yeah. You know, um, we did, well, in the way of curriculum, which I think is what this listener may be asking in large part about, uh, we, we did it all, didn't we, mom? Right. We tra- but I'm saying your memories are probably not the curriculum. No, no, right? absolutely. Your memories are yeah. fun things we did. Going the fun to the things farm, we you know? did, exactly. <laughs> How we structured yeah. our home school, uh, which w- we were, yeah, we were, you know, the way I, my sister and I were homeschooled is we got out and did stuff. You know, the world was truly our schoolhouse and that we went on field trips all the time, you know, field trips, meaning just really living out in the real world. <laughs> yeah. We um, called them field trips. We did. Oh my gosh. We did so much. Didn't we, mom? We I mean, really did. You know, from, from road trips to, uh, to, to Florida and, you know, um, homeschool conventions, homeschool conventions to historic houses, to, uh, touring yeah. a sausage factory. Most oh, notably, I'll never forget. that was such a fun field trip oh. and learning the ins and outs of how, yes. uh, sausages are made here in Wisconsin. You guys, the bottom line is this. What is the best homeschool program? Whatever works for your family. There's the answer. And to be honest, um, a lot of times you're going to have to just try stuff to figure out if it's right for you. This is why we have a homeschool resource center. Right. I'm not kidding. Half of the things, well, not half, all, all you guys, all of the things mostly are things that Tina's family tried, things that we tried. And, um, that's part, I, I loved that too. And I, I know all the homeschool mamas can attest to this is it's fun. It's fun looking at different curriculums. It's fun when you get the boxes at, you know, delivered to your house, the kiddos are pumped, but truly is there a best? Well, the best is what works for your family. What's best for me might not be best for your kids just because we love the classical model. It might not work for you. That's totally cool. I personally love every single thing under the sun, Charlotte Mason and classical. But guess what? That probably might not work for you. And that is okay. You might be, you know, people knock textbooks, but there are some kiddos who like abs- Madeline, Madeline, sister. Madeline absolutely love textbooks. She loved them. She begged her dad to get advanced anatomy for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. She begged him. She and we were like, I mean, I was more the girl of let's go sit under and the next, apple tree. And next thing you know, she was drawing freehand sketches of the cardio cardiovascular system. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> she, she loved that. So we can't, we can't say, well, this isn't good. And that's not good. You know what? The best one is what works for your kids. Right. Period. And, and, you know, there's a lot of uh, 
there's a lot of things you'll see about the different types of homeschooling out there. You know, Charlotte Mason model, the classical model. <laughs> That's a whole nother episode. Oh yeah. You know, unschooling. Yes. Um, so many ways. But I would just say, don't get caught up in that. Yeah. And, um, just focus on, you know, the style of teaching and educating and uh, the curriculum that works best for you and your family. Uh, yes. I have one more thing to say about it. Whatever you do, do not ever capital E V E R compare your family to another family. Never compare what, where those children are at academically to where your children are at academically. There's no such thing. We're all different. Every human being is different. You can't get a hundred people in the room who all know the same thing at the same time. Nope. Never going to happen. And so don't compare. It's a slippery slope, friends. It is a slippery slope. The best thing that works for you and your children is yours. It's what works for you. Don't worry about it. Don't do, don't, don't switch over to say classical conversations because the Joneses are doing it. Right. You know, don't switch over to sex and math because somebody else, or don't switch over to unschooling because your friends are homesteaders. Like, listen, be you, you be you. I know that's a overused slogan, but it applies. You be you. Absolutely. Well, this next comment from a listener is everyone in my family goes to college. Oh, (laughs) I know I've heard it. You know, so. First of all, you have to ask yourself, is college right for my child? Does my child even want to go to college? Mm. Uh, And I I say this because there are a lot of parents that will have a concern as it relates to their child. And I'll ask, well, how old's your child? Oh, he's two. (laughs) You're kidding me. I mean, that's like, what, 16 years away? And you're thinking about your child's college education already. Uh, I totally get it, but you know, live in the present moment as I like to say. Um, So first of all, you have to ask is, is college something that would make sense for your child and, or do they want to go to college? What is the point? Right. Right. Unless the kid wants to learn. Exactly. And if the answer is yes, my child absolutely wants to go to college. Oh my goodness. Not only are there so many pieces of curriculum out there and free options as well that can get them the necessary credit, but that can also get them the necessary teaching and training to pass the exams, the ACT, SAT, the CLT, uh, everything that's out there. Like, you know, I graduated in 2019 and there was a plethora of homeschool resources out there. And by resources, I mean curriculums, forums, Facebook groups, YouTube channels, podcasts, anything under the sun. And then COVID hit. And that amount of information was 10 X like literally it's impossible to say, I don't know how to homeschool. (laughs) It's so true. You know what? And everyone in my family goes to college. Listen, colleges welcome homeschoolers. We, Hey, we've been to the homeschool conventions all the way through since, since uh, Noah and Madeline were little. And we had, there's a whole section that I always uh, would finally call it college row. And that's because, you know, generally speaking, here's the reality. Homeschoolers love learning. They do because learning is never this big, horrible, evil monster right? Uh, Learning is what they do. They love it. They don't separate it from life. It's just part of what they do. And, um, they speak well, they are confident and colleges seek after homeschool students. So, and a lot of colleges will have representatives assigned specifically to homeschooling uh, applicants. Even when you're at the conventions, let's plunk the convention. Absolutely. Uh, because even there you can sign up to speak with some of these people standing at the booths and everything. So don't worry about it, but let's go back to that first thought that Noah said, you know what? And that statement was this, we don't know just because your family all goes to college. That's not a good enough reason to go to college. Everyone's an individual. 
And so it shouldn't be something forced upon. You can't, again, that's forced learning. We don't force and learning are not in the same sentence ever. Uh, you'll know when, when you, if your children have a desire to go good, don't worry about it. Colleges will gladly take them. And there's so many resources. Uh, but to say that you're going to go to college because this is what we do. That's not good. You know, this next question, and this will be our last question. Unfortunately, it's all we have time for in today's episode is, you know, what kind of job can a homeschooler get without going to college? Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, I'm going to let you take this. Noah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I never went to college, actually. I'm a two time college dropout. Um, you know, I got started with my career while I was in high school. I got into to podcasting as a hobby uh, and it really took off. And now, of course, it's what I do full time. And I'm able to live in a nice apartment and drive a decent car and uh, travel to Iceland in two weeks and do all these things um, all at the ripe age of 21. Uh, and that's because I didn't go to college. OK, most of my friends who go to college, go to college and then they graduate with you know, non-bankruptable student loan debt that they could never hope to pay back in a reasonably, you know, um, long life. Uh, and then they'll get a job totally unrelated to their major. Well, what was the point of going to college if you're working in a totally different field from what you went there for in the first place? <laughs> um, so I would say the jobs out there are endless. Employers care about one thing and one thing only, and that's your experience. They do not care about your education. If they say they do, they're lying. The only thing they care about is how well you can do the job you're getting hired to do. Um, and in my case, that's never been an issue. Not once has anyone ever told me you're not going to have this opportunity because you never went to college. In fact, I was just talking with a client of mine this week and he uh, brought up the fact that I didn't go to college and was enamored by it. He thought it was wonderful that I didn't go to college, that I started my career, you know, right out of the gate there. And um, the, I mean, the opportunities for jobs are endless. Um, you know, we live in a kind of a, a cultural moment where the trades and kind of hands-on jobs are, are really hot and they pay really well, you know, and uh, you know, whether that's like a, a blue collar opportunity, like being a carpenter or a welder, learning a skill like that, or it's something more, you know, even white collar, like being a real estate agent. One thing that I would absolutely, and I, I cannot stress this enough. I did it when I was in high school and it was monumental in shaping who I am today. Have your kids become interns. Have your kids become apprentices. If there are not opportunities out there, create them. Talk to your friends. Say, hey, you're a real estate agent. My daughter's interested in that. Can she shadow you for a day? You know, can she sit in on your meetings? Um, Madeline, my sister, who's now pursuing a degree uh, in music business, worked as an intern for years at our local performing arts studio, uh, where she also, uh, performed in our, our community theater here. Um, and she, the amount of things she learned just from being hands-on is more than she would have learned in a typical college classroom setting. Uh, you know, I'm not anti-college if it's what you want to do, if you're passionate about what you're studying, or if you are pursuing a career like that of an attorney where you need a degree, I think that's great for you. But I would say most people and, uh, you know, hold your horses, kids, because this is going to make <laughs> a lot of you angry. I would say based off of what I've seen and I've talked to a lot of people, college extends childhood 
for most Mm. people and it prohibits them from making a real income at a young age. Okay. Most of the people that I hang out with that are in their twenties, fresh college graduates are in monumental debt. They're making barely minimum wage at entry level positions at, you know, um, jobs that are totally unrelated to their field of study. So I'll just leave you with that. Well, mom, this has been another free coaching Friday, our second one of all time. Thanks listeners for sending in your questions. Encourage you to do that, uh, with the email address in the description of this episode, but you know, mom, we kind of hit on a lot of different things today. Uh, any parting thoughts for our listeners? You're the best for your children. Do it with confidence. Amen. Amen. You are your child's best teacher. Join us here again for another episode of the Homeschool Enthusiast. Thank you for listening to the Homeschool Enthusiast. Subscribe for free wherever you listen to podcasts. Twice a week, we bring you a message of hope and freedom, remembering that every student has unlimited God-given potential and the best learning happens outside a classroom. 